Now, for the majority of us, the thought of writing a will is probably something we tend to put aside as we may think it's not necessary at the moment or we don't have enough money or assets to really warrant it. Well, if a loved one passes away, it is a very emotional time and it's often hard to think straight about how to move forward. A new campaign entitled Wills of Concern has just been launched between AIDS Concerned and Hugel and Ip Solicitors that aims to encourage more people to write their will, but at the same time they hope to help to, help to stop the spread of HIV, raise awareness of sexual health and to break down stigmas in Hong Kong. To tell me more about it, let me welcome my guests in the studio, Andrew Chiji, Chief Executive of AIDS Concern, and Alfred Ip from Hugel and Ip the Solicitors. Good afternoon to you both. Good afternoon, Sadia. Good afternoon, and thank you for having us today. <laughs> thank you very much for coming in too. Now, it's um, quite an interesting campaign, this. I mean, I suppose, as I mentioned, you know, the whole subject of wills are something that perhaps people think, well, I don't know, I don't really want to talk about that right now. Is that something that you, you've seen? I mean, I, I suppose as a solicitor, is, is how, when do people come to you? It's very true that um, a lot of people procrastinate in making a will. Either they thought that it's not necessary or uh, it's something that um, is never on their priority list. I can do it later, I can do it later. Um, but part of it is because nobody wants to face death mm -hmm. and, uh, and the grief that comes with it. And another thing is that people do have the, um, this misconception that I'm not going to die tomorrow. Why is it necessary for us to make a will? And I can tell you, a lot of clients do come to us and uh, they may come back after the first consultation and it would take them probably a year or two. But then at the same time, we see so many tragedy for people not having a will or having the estate planning in place, putting their family in a dire situation, especially when they are dependent on them. And that's what we try to achieve with a will, not only to designate who's going to inherit your estate, but also to simplify um, the whole probate process. In Hong Kong, actually, the probate process is complicated to say the least. We have a very, very strict um, court who is um, processing all this probate application. And if you do not have the proper document in place, the whole process can take up to years. And it's particular if you have a Hong Kong will. The whole process can be done within like two to four months maximum. Yeah. So it's actually very cost effective. And it's particularly caring when you have all the things in place so that your family can look after themselves and your legacy after they are in the course of some um, um, grieving the loss of your. So it's a very good cause and I keep reminding our clients the needs of having one. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you've got a massive estate or anything. It's just simple things, just what you have. It may not be a much, but it's just making things easier, isn't it? Absolutely. And uh, even I would say, on the contrary, the smaller um, the estate you may have, that means that you may not have a lot of savings, so then you have the misconception that you don't need a will. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's not true, especially when you have the MPF account. If you have been in Hong Kong living for a certain amount of years, there is a certain amount accumulated in your MPF account for your retirement. If something happened to you, your family would have to only get a probate in Hong Kong before they can have assets to the MPF account. Yeah. And if the probate process is complicated, causing them a lot of money in order to recover that, um, that MPF um, savings, it would make the whole exercise not worthwhile. There's a lot there. Now, Andrew, how did you get involved with this? How are you going to benefit in terms of... 
Well, Hugh Gillenip has been a great supporter of AIDS concern for quite some time. So I think a lot of listeners will know we do a lot of work on HIV education, testing mm-hmm. for the community and also support services for people living with HIV. And we, we got together with, with Alfred and some of his colleagues at Hugh Gillenip and, and discussed what is it that we could do together um, to benefit the community, but also to bring some much-needed funds into AIDS concern for the education work that we do. And, and we really started talking about the fact that what we're, we're all trying to do is to put people in control of their health and their lives. This is the thing that, that really matters to all of us. Um, so when Alfred was talking just now about how people often don't think about planning for, for their will... People often don't think about planning for their health either. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what we find is that people aren't coming to get tested for HIV or they're not able to reach out and get the support they need. So so we, we thought about how to put together this, this joint collaboration. And, and the way it's going to work is that Hugh Gillenip are offering that for anybody who donates 3,800 Hong Kong dollars to AIDS Concern, uh, they will pr- provide a will writing service for them, and and the okay. person won't have to have any won't have to pay any more. Right. So that money all goes to AIDS Concern to support the charity work, okay. um, and people can do it for a joint will. It's it's 5,800 dollars. Um, so so this is a very neat way that together we can help people to plan for the future, but also raise some money to provide support for young people. So is that, um, Alfred, is that something that would, if you were doing it independently, and uh, how much does that cost to do a will? Um, it very much depends on the complexity, but there are a lot of time when we are preparing simple wills for young couples or single, um, we're, co- we're charging them about 5,000 Hong Kong dollars. Okay. So it's a saving. on yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's a good cause that I hope that um, all the people who are, that are joining this campaign um, would support, especially this is something that means a lot to us. Um, for example, we have seen... Um, People who have not done their estate planning properly, leaving their spouse as the, a dire financial situation, getting themselves into family despair, we've seen quite a few of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the things that is most important is that for a lot of same-sex couples, they are not covered and protected under the law um, in terms of um, estate inheritance. And the last thing that you want is um, to put your um, grieving and surviving spouse into a huge legal dispute with the rest of the family members who may be entitled to it. So I I generally believe that um, having estate planning in place is a good cause, and the health planning in place is also a very good cause. We've all met a few of our friends who may be under like a panic attack. Yeah, and it's a very hard hard time isn't it? it's a very difficult time that for you to actually think straight to even think about money or finances and, and what you're going to do yeah. you know so to have obviously something there now um andrew can i ask you like what uh, you know hopefully now you're going to be doing this uh, you know this campaign's just launched what do you have how are the funds going to be used that you actually get from this so the funds that we raise from this wills of concern campaign is going to go into two key areas Firstly, the education work we do with young people. So we have a team of uh, staff and volunteers who go out into youth centres and schools and talk with young people, teachers and parents to help them understand the risk of HIV. So this is one of the really important areas Mm -hmm. it will fund. The other thing is that it will support help for people living with HIV. So people who've been newly diagnosed often uh, have a lot of shock and anxiety and practical questions that they need help with. So we put them in touch with 
a trained counsellor who can help them come to terms with the, some of these difficult issues. I think these are some of the, the things that people really need. Um, we can see that in Hong Kong in terms of the number of new infections from HIV we see. Uh, but also we know from the, the way that people uh, react when they've had a diagnosis of HIV. People need somebody to help them to provide a helping hand and a listening ear. So this is what some of this funding can help us to do. What are the, I mean, you know, I suppose a lot of people still kind of get a little bit nervous about this and they don't want to talk about it. What are the stigmas that you're trying to kind of banish here as well? Mm. It, it is a very stigmatised taboo issue. We come across this all the time in the community through the work that we're doing. And I think it relates to a whole range of things. Um, it's to do with the fact that it's a sexually transmitted infection, so people feel embarrassed and often ashamed to talk about it. Um, but also I think it's people. a lot of people relate it to other issues like homosexuality or drug taking and and therefore these things tend to combine together to make it very difficult for people to talk about it. I think the key is um, making it more approachable, helping people understand that you don't need to be afraid of people with HIV, um, you need to be concerned about HIV and protect yourself from it. I mean the truth now is that in Hong Kong there's very good medical treatment for HIV which means that if you get treatment uh, it's going to be very difficult for it to be passed on from you to somebody else. Um, so I think the fact that it's stigmatised means people don't talk about it and mm. don't understand the truth about it mm -hmm. and we've got to really shine a light on it and I hope this campaign with Hugh Gillanit can help us to do more of that. And is this um, the whole legacy side of things? Have you been involved with something like that before? Uh, I used to do a lot of work in a UK charity called the Alzheimer's Society and I think legacy giving was a very big part of that. I mean here we're talking about people making a donation, having a will writing service um, but I think that there is potential for um, Hong Kong legacy giving to grow actually. Uh, we already see it to some degree um, but I think it's, it's something that people can consider when they're drawing up a will. Yes they're giving assets to their family and and sometimes other people in organisations, they can think, do they want to put aside something for some of the charities that they feel reflect where they'd like some of their wealth to go as well. Right, super. Mm. Now, Alfred, um, can I ask you, like, is it a complicated procedure? Like, so if somebody comes in and they want to put a will together, how long does it take? I mean, and also, what are the kind of rules do they need to inform their family members? Because that can cause a little bit of unrest, maybe. Absolutely. Um, First of all, there's a testamentary freedom in Hong Kong to a very, very large extent. So basically, people can do whatever they want with their will. They don't need to men um, mention it to the family members. All they need to do is to tell us what they want and how they want to do it. For example, we usually will have at least one or two executors or a group of people that they want to um, inherit their wealth. Let us have the details. We will prepare the document for them. The turnaround time is usually a week or two. Come up to our office, have it signed and put it, uh, put it in a safe storage in our office. And pretty much that's all. The process itself is fairly straightforward. Um, it's just about um, sometimes when we're talking about how they want to get things done, some of the situation may require some of the discussion with the family members, especially when those family members may have a legitimate, legitimate expectation over inheriting their wealth after they passed away. So, so that kind of expectation should be addressed properly. Is that something that, for instance, 
once that will is done and whoever has decided to do it does it, then really no family members can really then argue about that later because it's there in writing and it's all legit and, and it's the law then, isn't it? Actually, it's the opposite. That is oh. true. But family members, if they agree to that decision, they can bring a challenge to the world. Um, there are a few grounds that I'm not going to um, elaborate here. Okay. But, there are, but that is exactly the reason why a will should be properly done with um, legitimate um, preparation and, and found note. Yeah. And uh, um, family members understand the decision. Sure. And uh, these decisions are genuinely voluntary. Right. Not out of other people's influence. Great. So this is important um, to have a professional drafting the will for them. Yeah. All right. Great. Great. We're going to go to the news headlines at two thirty, and then we'll just pick up after the track then, and just get the last details as to where people can go to get the details, etc. And if they're interested. Okay? okay. But that was that was very interesting, and I'm sure lots of things come up. If anyone has any questions at all, then please don't hesitate to, um, you know. Give us go on to my Facebook page, Saudi Usmani, on RTHK, on Radio 3 RTHK. Okay. Seven minutes to three o'clock. You're listening to the 123 show. My guests in the studio are Andrew Chiji, a chief executive of AIDS Concerned, and Alfred Ip from Hugel and Ip, the solicitors. Now, we've been talking about wills and the fact that if you want to get your will written, actually, there's a few last points we need to go through. Alfred, you were just talking about, you know, this particular campaign that actually this is not necessarily just about giving to aid concern this is just about your will really isn't it to correct. get down to write it correct and i cannot repeat enough that it's important to have your will in place um not only for your family members but also to have things planned properly um a lot of time you cannot plan unforeseeable circumstances, especially for accident. And we've seen so many tragedies that um, family members are devastated because they lost the financial um, dependence and the loss of the loved one after a tragedy. So it's important to have things in place, planning. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Andrew, um, last thing really, just on, on, on AIDS concern as well. This, mm. again, this is not necessarily um, just about the will, but this is about people giving contributions and making a difference. Yes, well, s Sunday this this week is the 1st of December, which is World AIDS Day. So all over the world, there are many different activities and events going on to help the community understand that HIV remains a threat to health, and we need to do what we can to prevent it and support people living with it. So AIDS Concern will be out in the community over the next few weeks talking about how to protect yourself from HIV and also encouraging people who've been at risk to get tested. Um, but this, this campaign with Hugh and Ip is, is, is a good opportunity for people to get something done that they need to get done, so to make a will. You don't have to have HIV or to be affected by HIV to, to make use of this service. So if you go onto the AIDS Concern website, uh, you can find more details or you can just make a donation on the website. So it's $3,800 for a single will or $5,800 for a couple having a mirror will. Um, and then AIDS Concern will make sure that Hugh Gill and Ip get in contact with you uh, to set up the will service. So anybody who makes that donation before the end of December 
is able to take advantage of this this offer. So not long left, really. Not long, so please get going. I'll get the details on my website too, on the Facebook page. So if you want to go and watch a couple of videos and find out more information about the campaign, you can do that too. Um, we were. I was just asking um, about something else while we were while that record was on, actually, Alfred. Mm. Um, now, can I ask you, like, if you once you've got a will done, like, is that something that needs to be say updated or anything? I mean, so you could write a will tomorrow. Um, do you need to revisit it in a year's time to check that no circumstances have changed or anything? Um, it should be reviewed from time to time. And uh, <clears throat> I always say when there's life-changing event, for example, you have a new family members, new baby, or you lost some family members, it is time for you to review and make sure that your will is up to date. But then um, another thing that we may be of your surface would be um, to have your lawyer reminding you once every three, five years um, to remind you that oh, I will have to will with you, um, whether there's any changing um, circumstances that will require you to update it. And uh, nowadays updating it is actually very simple. Print it out, sign it again and um, put it in. The, it's very simple. And the will stays with you, doesn't it? stays with the solicitor until it's needed. It's an additional surface that um, I kind of very, very much, very, very much love. Um, a lot of people do not know where to find put their will and yeah. uh, we do offer to store it for you. Or you can keep it yourself. Of too. course, right. yes. Brilliant. Well, there's lots of good information there. Thank you very much, Andrew and Alfred. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank and you. we Thank will you. put some more details on the Facebook page if you'd like to kind of um, have a look and, and read up a little bit more. But it's only until December that you get this kind of Special. End of December. Right, yeah. end of December. So it's a good thing to do before the new year then, isn't it? Definitely. Or Christmas you. gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be a great Christmas gift. I mean, it might be something because, again, it's it's a very sensitive issue and um, people perhaps, you know, try and not think about it. But yep. if there's anything certain, there's that thing that's certain. Exactly. So it's certainly worth looking into. But thank yes. you very much for coming into the studio today. Mm.